Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. I'm Kevin. And I am John. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. We made it. I can't believe it. How did we get Andrew, here? Andrew, are you still here? I am still here. I'm excited <laughs> oh to actually God. see some arm wrestling uh, in two consecutive episodes. I can't yes. believe you've, you've stuck it out. We've made it to the last chapter in our breakdown of the 1987 classic Over the Top. Um, if you've never seen this movie... There's something, I don't know, there's something right with you. You did it okay. You've lived yep. life all right. <laughs> you did not have cable in the 90s. That's right. Uh, this is this is definitely one of those that anytime it popped on, anytime I was flipping through channels and it was on, I would stick around. Mm-hmm. This Bloodsport fell in that, Commando fell in that same category. For sure. It's just like you can't look away. Let me catch us up on the plot. Yeah, tell us. Well, leading up to this, there's been a lot going on. Lincoln Hawk, uh, amateur Amateur truck driver, amateur arm wrestler, amateur father is uh, involved <laughs> in this arm. He's <laughs> involved in an arm wrestling tournament in Las Vegas. Basically, the custody of his son is on the line. We guess, um, <laughs> like any good father, betting right, the yeah. betting the custody of your child is the way to win their heart. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's him and his estranged son have added a, a roller coaster of a relationship. Right now, the son's fighting to get back to him. He's got his evil grandfather who's trying to keep them apart. Um, somehow, against all odds, Hawk has made it down to the the finals the semifinals or quarterfinals or whatever the big arm wrestling tournament but he's right. lost his first match so one more loss and he's out of here um that'll do it and he also he also refused <laughs> a, he also refused a deal from the devil from uh, cutler yes. who tried to pay him off to get him out of his life forever and hawk instead pushed terry funk through a door and, and i stand that, i stand by the fact that he should have taken that deal i am there's I'm just here no for reason yeah. not to have taken it he's but we've so, already established that hawk is not smart like yeah. father like son like he, he passed that on genetically that might be the only thing Aww. um <laughs> So, all right, that'll get. Are you guys ready to dive into this to this edition? Now? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So, Hawk leaves back downstairs. The next round of the semis are getting ready to go. It looks like Hawk is facing Grizzly again. Um, Grizzly mm-hmm. says he's gonna go through Hawk like gas through a funnel, which doesn't seem like a great burn, but it's made better <laughs> because Grizzly then chugs a can of Valvoline. Because yes. what the fuck is wrong with John Grizzly? Um, I want to point out right when when Hawk returns to the arena, the MC is reminding us for literally the eighth time that this is a double elimination tournament. 
Does for everyone him. get it? 30 minutes of movie time passed, which is ample time for everyone in the room to have forgotten the seven previous times that they were told that this is <laughs> yeah. double elimination. I'd also like to point out that everyone in this fucking building is sweaty as shit. Oh yeah, no AC in there. It's like probably what May or June in Vegas. Why is it everyone so sweaty? I don't know. Maybe it's the adrenaline. Making the tournament double elimination was just ridiculous. It serves no purpose. Agreed. It could Agreed. have been single elimination. It, it muddles the whole plot. It, or um, maybe you just say once you get down to the final four or the final eight or whatever, then it's best two out of three matches or something. I think it would be, yeah. with, you know, that you know. Lincoln needed, there needed to be a higher stake involved. And that's the only conclusion that I can get to is that the writers in Stallone <laughs> how out and were like, we need to make it, you know, but I mean, lose one, I guess. guess. Yep. Yeah. Well, and what's immediately confusing is that in this devil elimination tournament, he goes right back to arm wrestling the guy he just lost to rather than yeah, going into some sort bracket, of right? loser's like, bracket that he has to win maybe, his way maybe out Grizzly of. Had previ- I mean, apparently Grizzly's lost a match somewhere previously in the tournament. That's true. Though, that, yeah, that's possible. Yep. So I don't know how so it works, sense. but I will say there's no difference between it being single elimination do or die or double elimination, but you've already got one loss under your belt. Cause either way it's like lose and go home. Well, and that'll come back into you know? play later. Yeah. The stakes would have been high all along if it was any loss and you're out. Cause they anyway, do- it doesn't fucking matter. Well, I like, <laughs> and maybe this doesn't come up right now, but like they don't, that he only has to win once at the end, right? They don't make him win two. Unless Bull lost a match we didn't we, see. We yeah. figure we figure that, that in the yeah. final it doesn't matter. It's sort of like winner take all in the final. But so that's yeah, nonsense. That's we, we, can, we can discuss it again yeah. when we yeah. get there. Grizzly chugs that motor oil. Yeah. Which doesn't seem to help him <laughs> no. because the indigestion Hawk, does him no favors because Hawk beats him. Hawk, yeah, Hawk like just pumps his way to victory. He does that thing where it's like pump, pump, pump. I don't know if that's real technique. It seems unlikely that that's a winning technique because anytime you take your hand off, like your foot off the gas, it seems like the other dude might yeah. just be able to overpower you. Right. Once again, Grizzly complains about him being on his thumb. Grizzly's a complainer. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about the hand placement, about the thumb thing, but I think it's yeah, it would it would give you more leverage and, and enable you to uh, to make them una- make your opponent unable to do anything with their wrist. It kind of locks them up. Um, Stallone seems like he has one of his like facial expressions being in the most pain that he's ever like in in any of the arm wrestling fights here. Like he in the grizzly match. Yeah, like his his uh, like. Countenance, countenance is just <laughs> is just like just grimaced as he's like ah and like it really accentu- it really just accentuates that like weird kind of asymmetrical lip aspect thing. of his face that sort of lip sneer thing he does yeah yep. <sighs> in this movie unlike any other movie he's ever done is that on display like yeah, his just yep. his sneering he's well he's exerting more effort I think than in a lot of the other movies is in like like just pulling against these guys and apparently was really giving as good as he got. Um, oh, really? Yeah. That's what I, I read. At least that's what they say. Who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, bull beats Bosco. He moves on to what they're calling the finals, but it's not the final two. <laughs> um, <laughs> the idea about finals here is weird because it's not like, you know, the final it's 
the semis like you would have said before except they've already called something else the semis right yeah the whole thing it didn't the make whole sense, tournament maybe. thing is not well understood by whoever wrote the script <laughs> agreed <laughs> i could agreed. see that carl adams beats this like so asian guy who we've never seen before rocking a duracell t-shirt <laughs> um more product <laughs> placement Gotta get he it does in. not he does not. That's not something you would want as Duracell as your brand to say that you lost. You didn't have the power. Right. <laughs> Jesus. You can top the copper top, apparently. Then uh, Mike, Mike is rolling in a cab. He's on his way to the Hilton. Right. Um, in the fight, in the last of the semifinal matches, this is where we've got Lincoln Hawk facing Mad Dog Madison. All right. Who, uh, of course, he prevails. There was like. This dude, first of all, Mad Dog, he's played by an actor, Randy Rainey, who he must have made an impression on Stallone because he played one of the main bad guys in Rambo 3. I remember I you telling me that. I don't remember the guy. He was like, he was the main bad guy's like top henchman. Okay. All Just right. this big hulking dude. He's gigantic. You know, he, he, he is, is terrifying. Massive. Terrifying yeah, looking massive. man. But this matchman was just marred by like overacting from both Stallone and uh, and Randy Rainey. Agreed. Like all types of sneering and and screaming as if their lives were ending. Yeah, the the screams are inhuman. Is the only <laughs> word that I can think of. It's like animals, like bestial, bellowing. Um, yeah, it's over the top. I, <laughs> like truck, like truck. <laughs> Um, Mike, meanwhile, he finally arrives at the hotel. Right. I feel like it feels like he flew into fucking Reno and, and rode and in a cab from yep. Reno to Vegas because he's been in the cab all day. The whole tournament has passed well, by while he was riding in a car from the airport. Maybe to the, the cab driver took him in an indirect route to run that yeah. fare up. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that Cutler money. That's right. I mean, the drive from L.A. to Vegas is like four or five hours. And I swear it feels like this journey that Mike has been on has taken 10 hours. It's been yeah. all day long. Doesn't That's make any sense. To say, <laughs> yeah, take it away, John. Well, th so we're now entering the next round of the final round, <laughs> and we hear the announcer say that the final phase in the world of arm wrestling they call over the top, like a truck, like a truck. <laughs> and he introduces he introduces the four remaining finalists, first of whom is Bull Hurley, who apparently is from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, I don't know why we needed that detail, but he is. Um, I could see him being a Florida guy, though. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> love the synthy, intense organ music in the background with the drums. <laughs> like during this part, Georgia it's, Marauder, it's baby. doing yeah. it for me. Um, next up is the aforementioned Canadian champ, Carl Adams, who takes mm -hmm. some rowdy-ass slaps from some rando as he walks in the building. I think that was Brzenk who slapped him. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, you slapped yeah. him, fucking break your jaw. Uh, yeah. And then finally, uh, yeah, then there's Harry Bosco, pride of the teamsters from boston massachusetts it, he does not sound like a boss he doesn't sound like he's from boston that's neither here nor there. he sounds like he's like from the south right he's like a southern accent i this, think so yeah like, I'm, this is a, i'm a fire plug and i'm gonna light him up it's like <laughs> it's like doesn't yeah, sound right. like he's from yeah. boston um and then finally the newcomer from the independent truckers lincoln hawk 
Hawk with no S. Um, Hawk, uh, no. Hawk has been sitting, staring at the Volvo this whole time and turns around like he hasn't heard a damn thing. He's got that towel back on yeah. and, then mirac- <laughs> and then miraculously it's off again. Right, exactly. It's, it's like the Hawk. And then he's pulling it back on. Jesus, Menachem. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Hawk is facing off against, uh, against Harry Bosco, who's talking shit to him and telling him to get his elbow down. They are just like jaw jacking at each other. Yeah. There's um, a lot of rage on the set. A lot of roid rage on the set. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, Mike arrives in the arena and cheers on his dad. Um, they got lots of jawing at the tables. The rest are trying to maintain order. One of them threatens to fine Bosco if he doesn't get his arm down. Um, <laughs> I hear that. A yeah, fine? Yeah, Bullshit. I watch it with the, with the, with the, uh, the subtitles on. Um, oh, man, that's great. Meanwhile, the guard from the gatehouse, uh, Alan Graff, yeah, finds Mike yep. in the crowd yeah. and starts to chase him. And this is where we just get like a, a fiesta of product placement. We see yes. Pepsi, Duracell, Fujitsu, like all of these more sports cream, more Alka-Seltzer is just like a feast of logos from the 80s. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, there was fucking Maglite ads around Carl's Jr. Apparently, there's a, a conference exhibition going on outside for batteries right? and Fujitsu. What I the mean, hell, Menachem? Gotta pay for that movie, baby. I guess it's Las Vegas, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, and maybe, maybe there's a conference going on right next door. Um, so, Bull and Carl's match has started, but Hawk and Bosco have yet to go with Hawk just like pacing and Bosco egging him on. Yeah. And Hawk <laughs> finally comes to the table the two get set with some help from the refs because everyone's fucking amped and before anyone can blink hawk somehow wins the match he caught him by surprise man yeah yeah like he they yell go and that's apparently that like once the ref gets them set and yells go it doesn't matter like if you feel like yeah. you're re- they don't say are you ready um bosco doth protest um <laughs> but it and it takes four fucking guys to pull him off the stage yep. he's enraged this um, reminded me of um, Rocky Three when when Clubber Lang was having to be restrained. Yeah, dude. And then that, then that made me think that God, this movie movie would have been enhanced with Mr. T's presence. Ooh, what mm-hmm. if Mr. T had played Bull Hurley? I could see it, man. I'd be into it. I could yeah. see that. That wouldn't be a departure. I like it. Mr. T would have been badass in this in some yeah. capacity. He would have been. He would have been that kind of cool ass oh. villain. And over um, the top, uh, like a truck. Like a truck. <laughs> so over on bull and carl's table carl though he tried as he might and was screaming and wheezing like a bitch was unable to overcome bull hurley who put him away um yeah pretty readily Uh, i feel like that's the match we should have been that should have been featured rather than the hawk and uh yeah in the the title yeah probably Probably it, it was it was two like titans facing off against epic. each other. Yeah, that was an right. epic match. Backstage, Mike finds Dad and tells him he had to see him and that he wants to stay with him. He's totally yep. had a change of heart. Mm. Um, but then Hawk says that Cutler probably won't let that happen. And besides, he has no money, no truck. He can't make a living because he sold his livelihood. Hawk has found a, a woman's shirt to wear. It looks like Flash Day. It looks like something from Flash Dance. It does. It was like off one shoulder almost. It's such yeah. a big neck hole. It just cut like just gigantic. <laughs> That's going to be my next Halloween costume. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. So Mike says that he 
that none of that matters to him and that he believes his dad's going to win. Hawk says he has his doubts and sort of puts on his pouty face for this whole time and says that his match last matches against bull. Who's never lost. And then in the last match, he pulled a little too hard, which is interesting because that match only lasted one second. This, this fucking whole scene drives me crazy. Yeah. Agreed. This scene would have made more sense if it had come right after he had taken the first loss. Right. Yeah, because now he's one win away from winning everything. Right. And he's like lost all of his self-confidence now. And he's like, oh, geez, what's against Bull? This guy's the best. I don't know. If like, why is he such a fucking naysayer now? I don't know. It's really just it's just to cue up Mike's big pep talk. That's right. Yeah. Mike asks if Hawk is saying, what are you saying? You're going to lose. And Hawk says, well, I might. And Mike (sighs) says, Dad, you're a fucking idiot. You're a chicken shit, <laughs> and now it's the time to do for yourself. The world meets nobody halfway. If you want it, you got to take it. Way to go, Mike. Mike learned a thing. Yeah, just fire his own words back at him. That's right. Using his ammunition at right back. I think it's safe to say, like, when it comes to Lincoln Hawk, we just have to face it that his character is a wishy-washy bullshit character. Yeah. Like, he's just saying whatever needs to be said at that moment in the film. But Agreed. there's no consistency to his character. Yeah. Or reason for him to be involved in any of this (laughs) at all. Like why, why arm wrestling? How did he decide that that was going to be his side hustle? I just don't understand. Is it well known in the trucking community that arm wrestling is your hobby of choice? If he walked into this fucking thing thinking that he was not likely to win, why the fuck did he sell his truck and bet it all on himself? Yep. I, I, he could have kept the truck and had a backup plan. It doesn't make any... He's He doesn't think anything through. He is an irresponsible <laughs> maniac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike tells Hawk that he can stop trying to prove himself and that it doesn't matter if he wins or loses. He just wants to be with his dad and he tells him he loves him, which Aww. is nice. A touching yep. moment. I've, I've never been less inspired yeah, than I was no. after Mike's yeah. pep talk. Agreed. Same. Um, and there's just no chemistry between Stallone and Mendenhall. No, none. I can't. I mean, honestly, though, I was thinking I, I can't really ever remember Stallone having much chemistry with anyone in his career, except for Adrian in the original. I didn't think they I didn't think they had chemistry. I thought really? him and Carl Weathers had good chemistry. Yeah, him, they did. And, uh, him and Pauly. Yeah, they young. definitely. Yeah. Did. Well, and I think that like Talia Shire and he had like chemistry in the fact that like they were both awkward as shit. And that was the mm-hmm. whole point. That was their so, dynamic. Yeah. Like he, there like, was a connection. You yeah. could feel a connection between the two characters. It, it made I sense. Felt, I felt like also he had that with uh, with Mickey, but I also think that Burgess Meredith was doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Big time. He Fucking carried pro. Adam West on his shoulders. He can carry Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> making, every, making everybody look good. Um, uh, now it's time for the main event, boys. The stage is set with this fucking underlip pedestal. The stage looks awesome. The announcer <laughs> announces the referees from the International Arm Wrestling Council, whoever they are. And a there's man, a there's a lot of there's them. There's half a dozen referees. And man, there is no shortage of disparate but similarly named arm wrestling organizations in this movie. Um, yes. The finalists are announced again. First is Bull wearing his kick-ass blaster t-shirt, which I also want. <laughs> and I love... As Hawk is being introduced, the guy right behind the announcer is booing. (laughs) Not a Lincoln Hawk fan. That's awesome. Um, Oh, wait. So this is where they do establish if they say Bull undefeated in five years. Right. That means he hasn't lost a match yet in the double elimination tournament that has been eight times established. 
eightfold. That's right. That's amazing. Way to go, Bull. Apparently, it's not double elimination anymore, though. Yeah, no, seemingly know. not. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Not the last round anyway. The announcer then calls Lincoln the man who has surprised everybody here today, really driving that underdog narrative home. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just to make sure we're all paying attention, he calls them David and Goliath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as they, as Bull and Hawk circle the platforms, the announcer goes through what is at stake again. Um, we get some more previously recorded interview footage. First is Bull. Yes. <laughs> yep. Fucking tell us about what Bull says. This is... God, he's awesome. All right, I'll, I'll talk about Bull. First, I will say his performance is fucking incredible. Agreed. Like, he, he feels, when he says something, I believe it's real. Absolutely. Agreed, you know? But he's saying, like, he doesn't even belong on my arm wrestling table. That's my area. That's my game. He has no shit in business there. I love shitting as an adjective. Yeah. Shitting as an adjective <laughs> is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. He says it three to four times in the next three to four minutes, I think. I love it. Um, but dude, great fucking story on Zumwalt and how he was cast. Like, did you read that essay that he had written online? I think no. before he's, pa- he's passed away now, right? Yeah, he died at the age of 53 in 2003 or 52 of a massive heart attack, unfortunately. So on some uh-huh. arm wrestling blog, I think he had written a, written a thing one time just about this, his, his background with this movie. And he said, you know, that he got the invitation from the producers to come and meet sometime in the early eighties, like many, many years before the film actually happened. Right. And he said, uh, they told him they loved him and they were going to put him in the movie. And then he didn't hear a word about it for years. And until the script wound up in Stallone's lap and he had the, the, whatever the mojo to get the project back up and running. Right. So they brought him back in and they told him he was going to have a small part. Then he was going to have a bigger part. Then he was going to be the main bad guy. And then they, he wasn't going to be in it at all because they were going to make this guy Cleve Dean the lead. Jesus. Cleve Dean we talked about. He was like this massive dude, but they decided he was just too fucking big. Yeah. So they brought him back in to do a screen test with Stallone and someone told him to like try to scare Stallone, like do your best psych out. So he said he turned around, came in nice guy, shaking hands and everything like that and turned his back and then just whipped back around and uh, gave his best psych out. Like, didn't get physical with him, but he said Stallone, like, sort of ran and hid behind the bodyguards <laughs> that he had in the room, which oh. I, I kind of buy that. I do, um, too. And he thought, yep. he thought, oh, my gosh, I fucking blew it. And they said, all right, you can leave now. And he left and then got the call, said Sly loved him and he wanted him for the part. Fuck yeah. So he said that was the end of his arm wrestling career. And after that, he was, like, strictly doing movies and television and stuff. But... It's pretty fucking rad. Gone yeah. too soon. R.I.P. Rick Zumwalt, but man, what a badass. Um, so the two are circling <laughs> the table, psyching each other out. We hear the yeah. announcer saying that Bull outweighs Hog by 100 pounds. Easy. Um, and the competition's about to get begin. As Hawk comes to the table, we cut to his interview footage. And this <laughs> is this is my Ellis moment. Um, of this yeah. movie. I think it's all of our yeah. Alice moment. Uh, yes. And this is a line that we've been quoting this entire series. <laughs> yeah. It's everything. Yeah. Uh, the line that we quote probably to the annoyance of some of our more, more loyal listeners. Um, but Hawk <laughs> says, uh, what I do is I, I just try to take my hat and I turn it around. It's like a switch that goes on. And when the switch goes on, I feel like another person. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a truck. 
Every time I think about that monologue, I just giggle because it's so fucking dumb. Yeah. Everything Lincoln Hogg says is dumb. Like any... Like anyone is wondering why he's switching his hat, like it turning his hat around. Like that has to be something that Stallone came up with. Like this is going to be a little character thing that I do, very subtle. It's but then I'm going to spell it out in the third act. Yeah, <laughs> he does it. He's no mystery with Stallone. Um, at the table, it adds no depth. It no, adds no none. depth. To if the anything, character. if anything, it makes the character seem worse. It's like I like he's you even like, less. He's um, more shallow now. Yeah, at he's the just table, a machine. Bull tells Hawk, "I own you," which is something that me and my brother used to say to each other in, in that voice all the time. Um, he Bull says, "Bull is fucking amazing, yeah, dude. Yep. I he, love it. The things that he's able to do with his voice are crazy." Like, he's telling me he's, that he's been ducking. You've been ducking me for years. You have no chance. Yeah, we switch back to Hawks here too. Oh Jesus! Fuck. He calls well, him. It is Bull. He calls him Hawks. Bull only ever calls him Hawks. Yeah, I like to imagine because by this point in the production and the in the tournament, he had gone back to being strictly Hawk. Yeah, yeah. But I like that they might have told Rick Zummel like call him Hawk. He's Hawk now. He's not. And Zummel's like fuck, fuck you. That I've been <laughs> yep. calling him Hawks. The whole movie. I'm not about to change now. Right. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Um, Hawk is slow to come to the table. Mike's yelling encouragement. Bull's trash talk game is brutal. He tells, you got no power. Back off. I'm going to give you a world of hurt, little man. <laughs> it's like a it's like a macho man kind of thing. Uh, yeah, like Randy totally Savage. It's like Randy Savage. <laughs> uh, the refs are trying to get the men in position. Cut back to the interview fo- uh, footage of Bull. Um, all I want to do is hurt him cripple him it's like yes fucking killer <laughs> man so good. yeah i this would have been the moment if you wanted to stick with the double elimination thing that bull could have said you know what hawk i'm gonna let i'm gonna give you one yep just so that it's so we're on equal footing and just let him take him one time but no they just fuck it or well we can talk about this in a second but when when he punches him that maybe oh. that that was an automatic disqualification. Maybe in in arm wrestling, in arm wrestling, that's is an automatic disqualification. I bet mm. that that's what it was, and that we're we're meant. To, but it should have been like in. Oh, so he lost that match. Yeah, by, he lost okay, the match by DQ. Him? Yeah. Okay. I like that would have made more sense. You just need the announcer to say that. Yeah. But they glossed over it instead yeah. of telling us it's double elimination until it's obviously not double elimination anymore. Um. So the ref calls ready go. The match is on. Both men are struggling and appears Hawk is getting pulled over. But then Bull starts complaining that Hawk let go. And the refs are like, no, he didn't. They unlock hands. Bull gets confrontational with the refs. And they tell him that if he touches a ref again, he's gone. They're like pushing him (laughs) and like poking him with his giant meat hand. It always Um, looks like Bull (laughs) is the one who has lost his grip to me here. Right. The, yeah, for you guys, like yeah. it looks like Bull has the one, like his sliding down Hawk's yeah. arm, yeah. not like the other way around. I agree. I know literally nothing about arm wrestling, but I will say it looked like Hawk had a pretty fucking good grip there. They just slipped apart. His yeah. two sweaty hands probably will do. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they Bull is enraged. He taunts Hawk again. Hawks, rather. The refs are trying to get... <laughs> he says, I'm going to rip your shitting arm off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says that if they... We hear... Um, because they came apart, uh, they're now going to use a strap, which is 
that is something that they do. This was yeah. my first and maybe most memorable recollection of hearing someone say, I own you. And for years, <laughs> whenever when he said it, yeah, and, well, he said it once before just regularly, but then he says it in like this crazy voice. And for years, yeah. whenever I said that to anyone in jest, um, <laughs> because I've never had to say it for real, <laughs> I, said it in, I said it in that scary bull voice. Um, but uh, as the refs are strapping the men in, Cutler finds Mike in the crowd and tells him that they're going home when this is over. Um, but Mike, well, I'm going to let you watch the. Re- I'm going to let you yeah. watch the end, but then we're leaving. Them strapping the hands together is the like the thing that I remember most as uh-huh. a kid watching this movie. Like that was the the pinnacle to me of like, yeah, you know, it's like you know Daniel Larusso's like crane kick moment yeah, at the end, exactly. or it's like one of those like very '80s tropes of like this is going to be our thing. This is going to make it, yeah, make it the like intense moment is when they strap those two hands together, oh. and I like that is a very vivid image in yeah, my same. mind. Same in I four agree. by three alone. <laughs> it's 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 implausible that this would have been the first time that we've seen the strap in the whole tournament. Right. But yeah, as a storytelling device, yeah, it's brilliant. It just makes everything feel so much more intense and epic. It is very memorable. It sort of it harkens to the beat it music video with the knife fight. Yeah. Uh, yes, they tie right? it together. Right? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Um, it's probably the same system. Yeah, <laughs> probably so. Yeah. Uh, Hawk looks over at his son and appears rightfully somewhat distracted from the match. Um, when they're both fully strapped in, Bull sucker punches Hawks, which was a real thing. Like um, Stallone knew it was coming, but he didn't know when it was coming okay. and, and wanted Ooh. him to really hit him. And so like... Bull Hurley really punched Stallone in the face at that moment and bloodied his nose. And so, so that apparently is an automatic disqualification. So I think now we can. All right. So now we're on equal footing. I'm good with it now. And I, and it, and it, but it would have been awesome if Bull had then looked at him and said, you can have that one. Like, right. Wouldn't that have been a badass time to drop that line? Give us some exposition to let us know what's happening. Right. At least. But that moment that Mike and Lincoln have locked eyes, like it all becomes clear that custody of Mike is at stake. (laughs) Like this Uh is, it's, it's become clear that, yeah, legal documents be damned. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever wins this arm wrestling match gets the boy. <laughs> <laughs> would, they should have arm have, wrestled each other then. Would that have meant that Bull, Bull would have been Mike's dad? Yes. <laughs> how much? Do you remember that Blues Brothers? The women. How much for the women? <laughs> the um, little girl. Oh my God, it's so awesome. Um, yeah, so when the match starts, Bull has the early advantage. Hawk battles back. Bull taunts and pulls Hawk back the other way. Um, All of a sudden, Hawk makes a move to even things up again. Both men are struggling. Apparently, they were really going at it hard at each other. Like, Stallone was like in it. They were both in it hard. And that uh, Zumwalt was like shocked that Stallone was like, like being a maniac and like going for it as hard as he was. How many times Um, do you think they just like ripped ass? while doing this because like 
you got a lot of you got a lot of like there's a lot of twerk there's a lot of squeezing going on like full body con- yeah. convulsion kind of situation oh. like I imagine that they like they're all sweaty from just trying to hold in farts the entire time that they're Guaranteed. doing this yeah, or, or they're or they're not holding in farts and that's just adding to the man yeah, just the humidity in the, in the building is from that and so it's all sweaty oh, Jesus Christ. apparently the, there are lots of like inhuman noises from both guys in this and one of them is like bull bull Harley, like zoom waltz scream is a legit scream and that at that moment he had like dislocated his shoulder Ugh. i read the same thing one of those screams yeah. is is real um bull and hawk both look pained and tired they look terrible like hawk hawk looks like the veins like his neck is just gonna explode um yeah bull has hawk almost down but it's at that moment that hawk readjusts his hand to this the top roll which we've talked about where you, yeah. you get leverage by covering as much of your opponent's hand as possible and then rolling rolling your hand over man i would say once bull gets his like once he gets you he gets on top of you yeah just sheer mass of that man i feel like that's like all she wrote once he gets the leverage but you know for hawk to somehow pull back in and get back inside and start to roll bull over seems at that moment yeah entirely impossible <laughs> like completely implausible <laughs> it's all happening in excruciating slow yeah. motion yes um so if, if they let this movie if they let all the matches play out in real time <laughs> i feel like the movie would have been about 15 minutes shorter yeah definitely um <laughs> Stallone and yes, Stallone and Zuma going at it. Um, after much effort, he finishes Bull off after top rolling him. Lincoln Hawk is the new champ. Mike runs up on stage to hug his dad. Bull is surprisingly a gracious loser. Yeah, man, lose like a winner. Like yeah. he, like raising his hand. I that's why I think is like Bull is the only character with like he's the only real human being in the whole got movie. A character arc. Yeah, a man's got to have a code. He's sort of like he's sort of like a Johnny because Johnny was also a gracious loser yeah. in Karate Kid. Yeah, he was like, "Good match, Larusso. You're all right." I love that. He puts that sweaty hat on Mike, which right. is the like Bono a bo- it's the Bono hat, which we haven't really talked about. But that's right. Yes. Let's tell us so, about the Bono. So, so hat, you're Bono, wearing one right now. That's right. We're wearing them, and Kevin's yours is here, as we've talked about being. Uh, it's waiting on you for the next time you're able to visit in Houston. But Bono. From a Google search as us was, and I think it still exists, but a South Carolina-based trucking company. And I would love to know how much they paid to have the name of the company on Stallone's head or on Mike's head, head for, for the for entirety the of this movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at least. And so, but yeah, we were talking about like, like this was Mr. Bono's. Like, he's not a great <laughs> businessman, but he was like putting all his eggs in one basket. Is like making it a business decision. He was like, man, we're gonna we're gonna kill it. We're gonna kill the game. Is like we're gonna put all of our family savings down just to have Stallone wear our trucking hat. And then the business tanked. Uh, like they lost the company. <laughs> it is a good looking hat, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually is. It is an awesome hat. Um, I dig and that. it's high quality materials. Um, uh, so let's see. Cutler with Tim and Terry Funk in tow looks on with resignation. So he must <laughs> like, I, I was wondering, is that like, is it like a situation where he's, he's saying, 
now Hawk has proven to me that he can see something through to the finish line, or I see that Mike really wants to be with him, and who am I to to break oh, that up? Like I can't see any of that. I no court documents can compete with the arm wrestling trophy. No, you show up and you tell that custody the family court judge like, but check out this. Or the judge is like, oh shit. I think there was a clause in the contract. Mm-hmm. In the event that Lincoln Hawk wins the World Arm Wrestling Championship, this contract is null and void. Well, ostensibly, too, Hawk has yet to sign any papers. No, I thought he had to sign it before they let him out of jail. I thought that he had to he had like to draw up the papers, but we don't know if he ever really signed yeah. anything. Oh, shit. So now Cutler's going to press charges again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I'm into it. That's the uh, sequel. Um, yeah, I love it. <laughs> then the next morning as they're leaving the hotel, Hawks has apparently slept in one of his mini outfits from the day before. The, den- he's still- the denims. <laughs> yeah. He's sleeping denims. Um, <laughs> pajama denims. I love it. Um, Mike, Mike asks why they don't just start their own trucking company. They should call it Sun and Hawks, mm. said no one ever. Yeah. Like the, the stupidest sounding name I've ever heard of in my life. No, nothing has ever been Sun and somebody's no, name. Of course yep. not. Sun and Sanford bullshit. And Hawk's like, as he's putting the Hawk hood ornament on, his sweet new rig says, "What about Hawk and Sun?" And Mike yes. acts like it's the first time anyone has ever said anything like it. Mm-hmm. He concedes just, though, it just that just might work. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> I think that just might work. Fucking dumbass. Um, as they get in the truck, Mike asks if he might drive, which uh, I would reply, <laughs> "Not till this bitch is insured." Dumbass. Like, yep. <laughs> like, no. We do you realize how much pain and agony we had to endure in the fucking fuckovers from your grandfather to get here? Or ever. Um, like you could drive my shit truck. I knew that was a shit truck. That was the one right. you could drive. This one's fine. You should go buy that one back for like yeah. sentimental reasons. I was about to say, I hope that he, I hope that he went back and got that truck back. Absolutely. Right. And that can be Mike's learner model. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, they load up in the truck and roll out to the opening, the opening f- refrain of take it higher. Another fucking earworm that I've lived with for 30 fucking years. <laughs> is that the Sammy Hagar? Uh, no, Sammy is Hagar that... sang the song during the tournament. The big, um, oh, yeah, the big tournament montage song. Yeah. Which every one of these has to have. That's an amazing music video that everyone should watch. Yeah. Oh, my Hagar, God. It's so Hagar bad. beating Stallone in an arm wrestling match. Uh, I just found it hard to believe that Stallone let himself be beat in that fake arm wrestling match. Even the fake arm wrestling match. pride there. Yeah, a lot of pride to let Sammy Hager, to let the Red Rocker beat him. What happens next in this story? Is Mike just no more school for Mike? He lives in the truck now with Dad. I mean, a military academy apparently only goes through grade six because he's twelve, and so you're done. And now you go but work. There were older. There were older kids there. I wonder if there's a graduation <laughs> ceremony at the end of every single year. Probably. I, don't I think. Know. It, yeah, yeah. Maybe. But I'm just, what happens now for Mike Hawk? Is he Mike Hawk now? Yeah, he's Mike Hawk. Yeah. Does he um, does he follow in dad's footsteps in the world of arm wrestling? Definitely becomes a truck driver, which is, <laughs> we, we got to have them. They're, they're an important job, yeah, yeah. part of our economy. Um, so nothing wrong with that, but is that, I guess that's... Well, Hawk said something about, I'd like to start my own company out of a smart guy like you be the president of the company. So maybe he's going to be like a white collar guy. Yeah. Just hands it over, hands over the keys at 13. He starts running the business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do we want to see the sequel with Stallone playing Lincoln Hawk as an old man? Uh, I want to see a prequel that explains what the fuck happened to the yeah. Hawk family. Under the top. 
<laughs> that's fucking brilliant. Yep. Oh my god, that's awesome. Let's watch that one. I know, yeah, it has so, to have the same uh, like metal fucking typeface that Over the Top has. Oh yeah, we we, we didn't gnarly. even talk about the fact that, that the that the logo for this movie looks like a metal oh, band yeah. album cover. Um, this is fucking like, sharp, sharp like teeth looking letters and shit. God damn, it's like hawk's talons or something. Oh yeah, this movie is a mess. So credits roll. Yeah, we see Stallone played the character of Lincoln Hawk on the credits. No S. So I made a tally as I was watching. Attaboy. Hawk versus I'm in, Hawks. I love it. I'm going to run down them. This is the argument in favor of Hawk. All right. All right. The, cre- the credits seem the most official. Yep. Right. He calls himself Hawk mm-hmm. most often. And it's on his truck. The, the scoreboard at the tournament said Hawk. Most of the characters in the film call him Hawk. As you say, the truck. He's looking for Christina Hawk in the in the hospital yep. in jail. The lawyer calls him Hawk and the MC of the tournament calls him Hawk. No, the lawyer, the lawyer, the, well, the cop in jail calls him Hawks. The Hawk, the cop calls him Hawks. The and then the lawyer calls, calls him, Hawk. him Hawk. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Now in <laughs> Hawks in the Hawks call him <laughs> when he's betting on himself, he calls himself Hawks. Jesus when he's placing the best. All the letters that he had written to the kid said Hawks. The voiceover on the trailer of, for the film calls him Hawks. God so damn it. So as they were advertising the movie, they were advertising you're going to see a movie about Lincoln Hawks. Yep. Um, Sounds Cutler's about right. lawyer did call him Hawks in some other occasions. When he's identifying himself at Cutler's house at the gate, he calls himself <laughs> Hawks. Right. Yeah, Cutler calls him Hawks to his face and he doesn't correct him. And then the jail guard, yeah, is calling him Hawks nonstop. So fuck it. I mean, in, <laughs> in the truck stop scene, the smasher calls him Hawk and then Bull calls him Hawks yeah. 10 seconds later. Like, yeah, there's, there's no consistency. No. What do you we think? I think it's I guess it's meant to be Hawk. I think they shot half the movie and then changed their mind. I think that it is, it is his character's name is Lincoln Hawk. My entire life, I've thought it was Lincoln Hawk. And, and then was just like, I don't know why anyone See, calls him Hawk. It Hawks. sounds cooler. I think they shot the first third of the movie with his name being Hawks and then realized Lincoln Hawk sounded better and just changed it and said, fuck the audience. We don't care. <laughs> I, I just don't see any situation where someone would have Hawks plural as a last name. I, like I agree. It doesn't make it doesn't sense. Sound, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. It's, it sounds weird. It sounds yeah. like a nickname. Yeah. I it just unless he like was a a procurer or collector of Hawks or an ancestor <laughs> was that like, it's uh, not like his last name is Falconer or something yeah, yeah, like that's where from a long line of Falconers where he like was over like Raptor birds. I mean, it just, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Hawk, just Hawk period. Please. I like Hawk. Hawk is cleaner, right? Yeah. yeah. It looks better on the side of the truck. It sounds more American too. Right? It sounds more... It's yeah. like, Especially it, with a first name like Lincoln. God damn it. I didn't even think about that, that his name is Lincoln Hawk. Abraham Lincoln. This... America, baby. America. Reagan's America. It sounds not too far from Lincoln Log. <laughs> I love me some Lincoln Logs, baby. But that's plural, so that maybe goes in the Hawks category. Lincoln Logs, Lincoln Hawks. I love... This movie spawned a line of arm wrestling action figures. <laughs> Did you see those? Yes, I remember. I remember commercials for them. I don't remember that, but I just 
And I read a story where David Mendenhall, the actor who played Mike, uh, got hurt shortly after the movie came out and Stallone came and visited him in the hospital. Nice guy. Nice. Yeah. And gifted him an over the top action figure. Nice. <laughs> well, I hope I, that it was, I hope it was of himself. I think I'm sure it was of Stallone I, I or of Mendenhall. Uh, no, there was no Mendenhall like, figure. Mendenhall receiving a Mendenhall <laughs> action figure. That would have been with his one sleeve torn off the. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, but no, there was so the the action figure line. There was a Stallone figure, of course. Oh, and the packaging for the f- action figure says Lincoln Hawks. God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Uh. Um, there was a Bull Hurley figure, and then there was a John Brzenk figure, and a Cleve Dean figure. And a Johnny Walker figure, who was another famous arm wrestler, a real guy. Right. And there was a John Grizzly figure. And the what, figures are fucking awesome. Do they have like Kung Fu grip, like a G.I. Joe, except that it's like an arm wrestling action? Or I, is I it just yeah, like... I think so. I think so. I think they bend at the elbow somehow. And yeah, you can make them wrestle each other. But man, poor kid. This fucking David Mendenhall. He won two Razzies for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Incl- worst, worst supporting? Worst supporting actor. Yep. And worst new star. <laughs> That's cold He's yep. he not lovable in this movie at all. No. There's nothing redeeming about him whatsoever. No. Oh, the only other the other thing he's best known for is he did the voice of Daniel on the tran- on Transformers the movie. That's the note that I forgot to add. That's I forgot completely <laughs> until you had told me that that he was in. Tra- that's another movie that's going to get the treatment. Like maybe the only animated movie we'll ever do, but we're going to have it. to do it. It's <laughs> so fucking good. You guys should look up pictures of him now. He. He, did, he, he has not aged well. No, time has not been kind to Ben and Hall. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to Google him. He's, um, he's sort of busted looking. <laughs> damn, that's a shame. That that over-the-top money didn't take him very far <laughs> in life. All that the residuals. What is, what is his career now? I think he's still in show business. Is he? I saw he still had the occasional credits on IMDb, but maybe it's just a side gig, side yeah. hustle. Maybe, maybe he's moved into voice acting exclusively, possibly. Stallone claimed after the movie came out that he was unhappy with the final product and but yeah this movie was absolute absolutely tanked and there were good ass movies that came out this year man yeah i i had jotted some down from from our sort of genre mm-hmm. uh, beverly hills cop 2 winner came out made a ton of money lethal weapon shit Pre- lethal weapon predator robocop crocodile dundee running man and fucking Stallone is fucking around in an arm wrestling movie <laughs> while other well, action classics are being made. Yeah, um, well, another million dollar check to the bank, baby. Another canon film came out in 1987. Superman four, the quest oh, for peace. God, that's right. <laughs> that probably also helped to bankrupt canon. Those guys, man, they had a lot of money and didn't know what to do with it. They had a lot of vision and no, no creative Good creative impulse whatsoever. Well, it makes sense to be like, oh, Superman's a good property. That should be a cash cow. Yeah. But then not if you make a terrible movie, though. Yeah, not, not if you... like, oh, if we could sign Stallone to a movie, it's got to be a hit. Well, not if you put him in a dog shit movie, though. You can get away with that, like, once. Like, yeah. 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 That was Cobra. <laughs> you know, you can make a terrible movie, but after that... It- People start looking. Cobra was the one free one, which apparently was also like on a 20 million ish dollar budget. Yeah. And 
didn't do well in America, but did well overseas and ended up doing about 150 million worldwide, which is Damn. good for Canon. Yeah, um, that's great for Canon. Paid the, the fed everyone for years. It, it probably payrolled this movie, Superman, and a few more bombs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god! Well, that's that's over the top, people. Shit. I. I can't. I, I I still love it as much as we shit all over it. I still it's love a, this movie, and I'm still it's gonna a watch good it. Shit and movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. watch I'm gonna watch it again right now. <laughs> Please don't. I'm not Please going don't to punish yourself. I'm gonna oh eat some God. tacos, baby. It's time to order that hey, favor. Andrew, thank you for joining us. Thank oh you for God. having me. We cannot wait awesome. to have you again. This has been a dream come true um, to do this movie and to do it with two of my besties. And so <laughs> we hope that you guys will tune in next week for some all new six degrees. Yeah, we'll be back with something awesome. We promise. And uh, and stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Right, we- wear your mask. <laughs> we'll be back. Take it home.